Alright, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls. Shave your heads and throw your babies in the air. It's time for Radio Loud. I'm your host, uh, Douglas Dobert. Uh, this week is the usual suspects, Stefan Weber and Sean Sullivan. <sighs> so, how we doing this week, boys? Cooler than a bass player playing a cool, baby. That's cool. Work was a little rough. Yeah. At the I, tail end of the week. I want you to fucking reiterate what the fuck you texted us earlier. Oh yeah. If you could, if you could just mildly explain that. for the the viewers Some without the Lego thing. Yeah, Dude, without. I need, I need you to explain for me, man. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, I could kind of see why, uh, you know, they would do that, but uh, it seems kind of so stupid. They, they but, used like, to do one-on-one training at my work. And but now for, start off with kind of like giving a little overview for like the listener what you do without saying too much. It's all top secret, Doug. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Naval equipment, power systems. But they it's not complicated stuff. And we used to do one-on-one training, which worked really well, I think. I think it worked really well for most people. I mean, I, sometimes you get paired up with the dud trainer or whatever else, but now they're doing it in mass in the basement with a new supervisor, with a new engineer, with all new employees. And they're like, why is all this stuff coming out of there all wrong? We're going to buy BB-88 Legos and see if these guys know how to build stuff. And when I heard this, I was like, you're bullshitting me. And another guy was like, no, that's happening. I told them to buy me one for my kid. (laughs) Yeah, I said fucking sign me up when you you texted me uh... that shit. I've I've come to find having because I've for the listener I've worked at this same top secret facility, um, yeah that's why we have the curtains drawn so the government can't find us yeah this, <laughs> is, actually, closed bunker. this is actually pirate radio loud broadcasting <laughs> under duress no, those curtains are bl- actually iron those yeah are the iron they're, curtains they're, yeah they have the, the iron they have the lead in them that from like the X rays and stuff. We are you know? the RLLR, <laughs> the Radio Loud. They're manufactured radio. in China, so the lead contents up. It's just so high. <laughs> but uh, I've I've learned a lot of people are lying when they say I have experience building things. Oh yeah, of course. Because people think that anybody can just do it, build anything. And I, I for, this is the first time I've ever worked at a place where I'm doing something like comparably complicated to what we did there and they're looking at me like we've never had anybody who knows how to do this i'm like well yeah i have experience and they're like well that- <laughs> that's always a lie <laughs> yeah but like no yeah. one ever means that and i'm like oh well i actually worked somewhere where we built like things more complicated than this actually but you try not to say that to you it's like actually your job doesn't seem that fucking hard dick <laughs> yeah of course you don't want to say that because then they're just like well <laughs> he just had his nose up in the air yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I did. I did to start a new job though, and I actually kind of really like it. Congratulations! Uh, I give it a couple weeks. Oh, I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's still got that new, that fucking new that job new car smell. smell. Exactly, yeah. and I'm still like, you know, I'm still new, so everybody's just like, oh, fresh blood, and they come over and like they're kind of like, you know, they're like energized for two days, but then like you catch them on like a month from now on like a Thursday, and they're just like, get the fuck out of my face, dude. <laughs> you know. But for real, I could see. You know, if you're putting together electric components that can possibly electrocute somebody, if let you me can't, just say, if I, you can't put together a goddamn BB-8 model and have it looked at and be like, yes, this was done correctly, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be fucking doing now, that. I am going to admit, up until this exact moment, I was thinking like 
hard block uh, BB-88 like cube blocks with like a few non-motorized no, parts. Probably one but of those that's probably one up. of those like those uh, it's Technics. A it's are a those called those tech, yeah, those, those are, are called dope. Technics with the electrical components. I actually that? have uh, the a, gears and stuff. I have a bootleg Porsche 911 set that I haven't put together, and it literally has like a transmission in it, like a five-speed transmission in it, like gear pistons and all that stuff. It's kind of, but uh, from what I've read, being it's bootleg the tolerances aren't as good as like the actual lego so like some of the gears will like seize up a little bit you have to push it a little bit harder <laughs> yeah some of your uh some of your circle gears are a little more oval got a little bit of that boom 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 going on uh see i assume they were just going to buy a bunch of items like this let's see oh why you gotta play your hate on I can't I can build that <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, like that's I can build that. No problem. You'd be surprised. No, we yeah, I mean we, I, we I won't be people who fail at doing things tasks I won't be more surprised. simpler than this on a daily basis. I won't be surprised. Okay, yeah, it's gonna be this one. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's literally two pieces. two pieces. I guess have to click them together, but you got people trying to put the you know the, the head will be on the bottom. The it's the smooth surface for easy insertion. <laughs> they give them two pieces and a fucking jar of lube and say, "Make it go in." They say, "Don't stick this but in I mean, your asshole." The real question is, at what point do they just admit that this training program is a failure and get rid of the guy that's in charge of, who said he could, who promised he could do these things. And clearly cannot deliver. And to my knowledge, isn't even involved in this process whatsoever. That's the most absurd thing about it. Here's the problem. You make custom things. You need tribal knowledge. Yeah. And as much as people want to like eliminate group That's why you got to pair them up with the hunters. Yeah, you pair off the new people with the more experienced people. And some of those new people will stick. Some won't. Because that's like the nature of the fucking game. But they want to eliminate the need for anybody who has to do more than read an instruction and turn a thing. And that's not how complicated anything fucking works. There was there are people there that are just like, I need this to tell me to turn the screw to the right. It's like Go no. home. <laughs> <laughs> Go home. Yeah, for real. Uh, that's why I like my new place is kind of good. They have some smart chaps. Yeah, and they they are allowed to use their brains when they build. In fact, they are encouraged because they do a lot of variations on the same. We build a giant like an industry like plasma cutters and uh, lasers and stuff for basically commercial places that cut steel and other sorts of material. You and sell the the robotic equipment to the people phasing out their the workers. Yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm building your replacements, people. <laughs> Uh, I'm building he, the robot armies of the future. He's, he was thinking ahead. It's like, oh, I'll just get a job servicing our overlords. I'll give out fucking robo jobs for a living. Um, but so it's basically a lot of variations because each place wants a different thing with like a different size table, different tolerances, different add-ons and shit. So they basically have a generic drawing for these different styles. And, and then you just you'll, add a couple and custom you'll know parts. which parts go to what. So it's a lot of just like using your head, knowing how the different parts will interchange, knowing how the different lines go. Like I learned a lot about, I've done a lot of um, plumbing work and working. It's on like, like buying a car, all systems. the different add-ons you want. 
You want a sunroof? You got it, baby. We can put that on your plasma cutter. Is it 100%? <laughs> We're actually making one for Germany, the motherland right now, and I'm actually building that one. It's like one of the high-tech lasers because they actually don't have the laser version of this in Germany because we developed that at our plant. So we're sending this back to the homeland for a trade show. So we're like, and I basically am doing all of the like argon, hydrogen, nitrogen fuel lines on this fucking thing. And it's not being used to kill people. I know, doesn't that rock? That must make you feel real good. This is going to give somebody a job. They're going to hey. work on this. They're going to help somebody. S- speaking of uh, robots and uh, people, I was watching this really interesting thing this week about... Um, a job that I don't think any of us would ever want, being we have the fucking feel of deep, dark water. Uh, it's called saturation diving. Have you ever heard of this? Mm, no. Basically, so. what oil companies will do is they will they have diver crews that have to go down to like 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 three hundred meters or some shit like nope. that. They were ba- yeah, it's like pitch nope. black down there. Nope. They were saying it's like two big bends end on end, and one would only breach the surface. That's like where a lot of these components are. So, in order to get around like the compression and like having to decompress when they bring divers up, they basically put these guys in a fucking closed loop tank that yeah, they live in for 28 days. No, they don't put them down or anything. They're in the boat at the pressure of the depth that they have to work at. Is this a shot of the inside of the tank that I got right here? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, it looks like one of those. Like, there's four dudes. I bet they make f- bank, though. I uh, bet they make really They only good money. work, like, four or five months out of the year. Yep, but then they're good for the rest of the year. It's probably just, like, oil drilling, where you only have to go live on the rig for... A month, like a three months, yeah. and then you're set for like two years. Well, the thing is, like, it's more rigorous uh, for the other workers because they're basically like on the rig, like working these like super long shifts. These guys can only dive for like six hours. I know, but time. nobody wants to do yeah, it. Yeah, nobody wants to do <laughs> None it. None of us want to do it. They and you have to fucking live in a tank for 28 days and get this oxygen at that pressure is fucking. It'll kill you. So they have to breathe this special mixture of helium yep. and oxygen. And they literally talk like fucking Alvin and Chipmunks for 20 years. That would be good for like the first, Dude. the first, like the first night. I literally can't <laughs> even get around my own fucking city. How am I not going to get lost in pitch black, deep, dark water? Oh, it gets worse, Sean. I am losing my way instantly. Unless we, unless I'm holding somebody's hand, I am fucked. <laughs> so so when they fucking like have to walk across the seabed and shit, because they're walking on the, the seabed. Bottom of the, yeah, the bottom they're of the They're kicking ocean. up all this fucking muck and, and shit. And then you really can't see Yeah, it. and it's just like a plume of dirt in the water that you're fucking looking at. So basically, no. they still have to do this. There's like automated not automated but there's robots that people can pilot like with a joystick from the boat above mm-hmm. but they still can't do like simple tasks reliably yeah. like turning a screw so they have to send a fucking person out there because robots still can't make this motion <laughs> <laughs> well it's like you could oh, but man. like if you if you fucking drop the shit man you want to know how much yeah. they make probably Probably somewhere around twenty five dollars an hour. That's not shit. Well, shit. If you're only working like five hours a day, I I would figure that it would there'd be a different kind of pay structure depending on what you're doing. Having a little issue loading. Well, well, you also get paid for. I wonder if it's just you're paid for all the hours that you're in there. Probably because you're always on, but they have to like have everything 
all the food that they're given pass through like this little airlock into the tanks and shit. If you're a well diver, you could make up to eighty thousand a year, supposedly according to this random website I pulled up. Waterwelders.com. Yeah. I don't know how reliable that is, but potentially what are they fucking <laughs> But so, I mean test te- electrical testers where I work make more than that. Yeah. So hey, go touch this that the fuck up that couldn't build the BB eight Lego set made. I mean, usually, yeah. I mean, usually, there's so many precautions. You're good at that point. I mean, there definitely have been a couple zaps, but at our place, yeah, there have never not been any fatal ones. No, but been a I couple think scary that's ones. Also, but... a matter of luck, because yeah. we had in my short time before leaving, three or four pretty major explosions in the test lab. But One there are that, there are definitely some precautions taken. Yeah, but some of those labs also do like look like Spider Man, just like hung from the ceiling and jizzed all over the top, <laughs> and it's just wires that are just skeeted all over. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if you're taller than five oh, five, that, that's like I'm just thinking about coming copper wire and like that getting. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say silly skin. string. That's fucking disgusting. Oh, man. don't. Oh no, don't worry. It's, oh. it, it, it's insulated. My urethra hurts. It it, w- it would. Yeah, saturation diving, interesting. I don't think you boys make enough. <laughs> right? Well, you know, the fucking oil company, they got to make that fucking money. But that was just an underwater welding salary. So so to get down to depth, they have to go into a diving bell, and they have to like keep everything at pressure from the surface of the boat. And that's like the weakest point of the entire structure. So... If something should rupture and they have to decompress rapidly, they'd literally explode. Like their organs yeah. would fill up with fucking air and they'd blow up. Yeah, that's why uh, actually even if you just kind of when you're fucking around like scuba, you can't go too deep and then come straight up. Yeah, because uh, the nitrogen bubbles form in your blood and you get what's called the bends. Okay, yeah. I think I found a website with a little more accurate numbers here. This is actually posted last month. Uh. <sighs> Commercial divers, including SAT divers, was fifty-five thousand-ish a year, with a range of about thirty thousand to ninety-six thousand. I think that's a little more accurate on the high end there for sure. Yeah, so they probably make that on a seasonal like dive over a couple of good months, maybe even only do one or two big, you know, twenty-eight day loops in a year, and they probably make all that money. Uh, from what I've heard, they do four or five. Like like a year or a season? A year. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, probably like basically one a season. So you work, so you work four months. Basically, yeah. Because yeah. yep. you're down there, you said 28 days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nah. that. Yeah. Yeah. still living in a in your own casket. I so. can make $55,000 at my current job. But you, know, you have to work 12 months. Yeah. But I also yeah, don't have... have to get lost at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> so but I also bad. don't have to face one of my deepest, darkest fears on a daily basis. Yeah, you'd get used to it. You uh, know? Either that or you'd crack. <laughs> <laughs> All work and no play makes Sean a dull boy. Oh, you just imagine that? You fucking cracking on the inside of a fucking tank with, with four? Three, yeah, with three the... other people stuck yeah. in there with you? There's a movie crazy. for you. Right. Uh, I think that's actually 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I'm pretty sure that's basically <laughs> the premise of that. Uh, or they could just book. remake Rocket Man with Harwin, Harlan Williams, where they goes to Mars, 
and they're like doing this fucking like test thing for like isolation oh, and yeah. he's there each he's like one of two candidates and one's like the perfect candidate harlan williams is fucking harlan williams he's just like a goofball but uh he drives the other guy crazy just because he's like so dumb he's just like singing to himself and like <laughs> He's like totally fine with it, and the other guy's like thinking he's hearing voices and shit. <laughs> Just put Harlan Williams in a fucking saturation tank, tank with three oh other God. people for and fucking watch thirty them days. Kill him and be like, <laughs> "Well, what happened to the fourth guy? He got he, uh, we went down there and he never came back. There was an accident. Uh, we don't know. It's blood smeared all over their mouths because they ate him. Oh yikes! <sighs> all right." Do we have any any small children in chat? <laughs> it's just yeah. me by my lonely today. Right. Huh. Twitch has been a colossal failure. <laughs> <laughs> Pack it up, boys. We're not wanted here. No. All right. Um, let's take a short break. What are we set under? Hmm? What What kind of stuff are we under for Twitch? I don't know. We can talk about it in the break. We'll be right back. All right. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. A little bit of a technical difficulty there. Dumb fucks to, forgot to start the DAW up. Um, so where were we? Yeah, we were talking about how much uh, saturation diving fucking Would be sucks. Awful. <laughs> and that they should turn it into a movie. All right. Let's see here. Okay, I had a couple of a couple of interesting news stories this week. Bum, 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 bum. It's news corner down in the bunker. Oh yeah, uh, being we've been talking about um, like f- facial recognition tech a bunch. There was a um, story dealing with Amazon's facial recognition tech they just like fed it a database of like twenty five thousand faces and it improperly matched 28 of them to members of congress oh this was the no the what criminals? you're talking about is somebody ran it against uh, like the criminal database and they ran the members of congress against it and, and they 20, came up with a bunch and, of positive and, IDs. and it came with a, yeah like a 28 percent or uh, tw- 28 of the members were false positives as yeah, it was criminals. 28 of, it was 28 28 false mem yeah. False matches, but uh, oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, and, and the yeah, thing it was, was... Uh, they scanned it against. I stand corrected. It was five hundred thirty-five members of Congress against twenty-five thousand public mugshots, and they got tw- uh, 28, twenty-eight false, false positives. Matches. And an interesting fact is that they've actually had this problem a bit with racial bias and facial res- uh, recognition, where it has a harder time picking out people of like non-white races, and in fact. Like the, the percentage just because of, of like the uh, the color contrast on like a face. I have no idea on the science behind it because I don't know that much about the actual. <laughs> I'm science not a facial it. recognition. <laughs> but the but the numbers were something like six percent of Congress is, is African American, and like twenty percent of the false positives were African American. Oh, members. you meant the other way around. I thought it was no. It's 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 like it's it's much more accurate on white people than it mm. is on. Yeah, at least fascinating. Oh, yeah, I yeah. wonder why that might be. <laughs> <laughs> so the police designed something to give them false positives for black people. It wasn't I, even the police; it was I Amazon. Know, I know that the police didn't actually devise this because they're going to use smart it. Enough. They'll use it. 
And they'll be like, wow, you came up on here. But that's not me. But that's not me. I'm wondering what, like, the racial, like, difference, though, is between, like, all the different races. Because, like, they made a point about the African-American uh, numbers. But, like, what about, because I know they use it a lot in China right now. And I'm curious about, you know, like, the basically, like, a Chinese person to, like, uh, like a white Caucasian American person, what the... On their technology, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm curious, what, like, you know, what the numbers are. But mm -hmm. I'm sure the Chinese government won't give them to me. So, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I take it back. Uh, I think Jinping, uh, Jinping is still the, or Jianping, or Jianxin. I don't know. You're the China guy here. I know, right? I don't remember the name of their prime minister. Supreme overlord. Yeah, their Jinping. Their pseudo elected leader. Jinping. Xi Jinping. So I was. I think I said that, or it was close. You got to get that stuff down, man. Well, I think uh, they also recently decided that they're not going to have another election for a while, and he's just going to be in no, charge. No, he's been for, voted yeah, supreme yeah, overlord. Yeah, no, just, we talked about that uh, yeah. like a month or two ago. Yeah, like a, like a little bit after that happened, that he's yeah. kind of just going to be in charge for a while, and they've decided that forever putting a new leader up every five years is just a little too much work, and look what it did to the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> one China, one mind. Look what it did to the Americans over there. They're being run by an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> the world's largest Cheeto stain. <laughs> <laughs> those, those Americans love their Doritos, and that guy's just peppered with it. Dude, for real. And you know, like, Americans are big on the do as I say, not as I do. And who else are you going to listen to family values for other than the guy who got his mistress an abortion? <laughs> Yeah, wasn't there uh, some evidence that came out that whole Stormy Daniels arrest was completely premeditated? Fabricated, yeah. It's actually... Not fabricated, like, but it was premeditated. Oh, uh, yeah, premeditated. Yeah, yeah there's actually the, a, a lawsuit or something going on now. Yeah, because basically some some brave soul at the police station, at the police station was like, no, we were there on a completely unrelated... We're, at, we're looking into, tra into human trafficking. <laughs> we're out there. A strip club every fucking week. To yeah. Look at this. It, well, it, was a, it was a female officer who actually led this thing, and basically somebody in the email chain passed along all her like pre-planning notes and like the stuff and like text messages that were sent Oops. on company phones yeah and they basically sent sorry, all that shit to sorry. the media and was like yeah they're bullshitting and of course the cops are like well we didn't uh 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 you know there's no fucking record of any of you know obviously it's all bullshit they're just hoping everybody forgets and what do you, you can't prove it all deniability and then it's just like oh wait Cops and accountability is not there unless you have hard fucking evidence. Like this woman who got kicked in the stomach and then she had her baby by a police officer. I did not hear There's that. There's some hard evidence. It was on Yahoo. <laughs> I did not hear that. It's on Yahoo. I bet it's a Florida woman's story. It's a fucking uh, virgin birth for the Bible. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> I heard one. Um, kicked a pregnant woman in the stomach and then she had a baby. Just yeah. popped right out of her. <laughs> What? Who kicks a pregnant woman? I mean, at least he didn't shoot her. But, like, fuck. Oh, yeah, we had a... Yeah, pregnant woman <laughs> says officers kicked to her stomach, made her go into early labor. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't instantaneous. It was in Florida, too. Florida woman. There was a, a deadly shooting in Milwaukee this yep. week. Officer, really? Yeah, an officer was killed. 
Yeah, and this like time it was like pretty cut and dry that yeah, he I mean, was, was like yeah. justified to like there was like gunshots fired at him first. He was like on a call because this guy was wanted for like possession of heroin and some other charges. And the guy just as soon as the cops come, he was like, "I'm not going to jail again. You have to fucking kill me," and just like started open fire, opening fire. Where was this located? Uh, it was in Milwaukee. I'm not sure what part of Milwaukee, but well, the cop—that's where the cop died, right? Uh, yeah. He, from what I saw, there was like an interview on the scene, not with like the cop, but like a bystander. Um, and they, the bystander basically said it didn't look like he was gonna, he was gonna make it. I think he was like 52 years old, 17 year old veteran, something like sure. that. Well, that was the thing. Yeah, I mean, I knew, I knew that a cop had just died. I, I didn't hear all the details because I don't really have like local news on my TV anymore. North 28th and West Wright Streets. Yeah. At the end there, it says, uh, yeah, I mean, 17 like, year veteran of the force. I mean, that's the thing is, I, I know, especially, uh, Certain members, myself probably most prominently, have some pretty vocal opinions about members of the police force who behave inappropriately. There are a lot of members of the, of the police force who do not behave inappropriately. Yeah. And who do a really good job um, trying to, like, make the world, like, a little better. There's just, like, so many more interactions that you they don't report because nothing exactly because they were needed helpful. to report yeah i mean or they're just doing what they're supposed to be doing like i mean there are hero cops because i mean cops are people there are some mm. real fucking good ones out there there are some real fucking bad ones out there yeah there's also some like hero cops that are like really fucking bad too you know like i heard it i heard it put interesting i was watching some of the um that new Ken Burns Vietnam documentary. Okay. And he was doing like an interview with like a vet and he was talking about like that whole hero thing where you have like the personality archetypes where there's like, there's like the fucked up hero and the good hero and they both accomplish essentially the same thing, but you have people who like go into that situation wanting to be that, wanting to make a name for themselves. And then you have like people who just have it like, they're thrust into an extraordinary situation where they're like something is fucked up about this or yeah. you know got to like do something about it but they he was essentially saying the conundrum is they both accomplish essentially the same thing but one's kind of fucked up yeah and one of them in his other interactions is probably a piece of shit yeah <laughs> right <laughs> so I he's mean, a walking turd so maybe they, maybe they accomplish some one thing if you look at it like when you talk about like that amazing save or where they do something crazy or bring down the bad guy. But then at the same time, like maybe they turn around and like beat the shit out of somebody who's just like drunk and a little like, you know, just acting a little silly and is, you know, doesn't necessarily need force. They just need to be told to like stop being an asshole and go home. You're drunk. Cause like that also happens there. are I've definitely seen. And I, I mean, I get it being a cop on duty downtown in like some drunk area, you know, some drunk downtown area is probably really annoying and frustrating. But, uh, you know, I've seen some cops take some pretty shitty liberties with drunk people because what are they going to do? Believe a, a drunk asshole or a cop? Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I had watched that uh, Ken Burns stuff after binging Wild Wild Country, which oh, okay. is something we had talked about last weekend with the cult. 
Yeah, okay. Information. That was yeah. a really good documentary, Wild Wild Country. Um, I hadn't heard, like... To be fair, it happened a couple years before I was born, and it had been wrapped up before then. But there, I've heard people talk about... Um, or just say after like this has come out, it was like I was alive during this, and there was like a bunch of fucking like news reports going on of it at the time, and I didn't know anything about it. You know, they were like yeah. completely oblivious to it. But um, yeah, it, to put a couple more details in that we glossed over, this cult basically moved into a town in Oregon, mm-hmm. and. Um, Honestly, some of the shit that they seemed to be doing didn't really seem all that cult-like. It just seemed like a... A community thing? Yeah, it like it kind of like leaned on like a belief system and stuff like that. And they had like a guy who was pretty much like the cult leader. Yeah. But like the people didn't seem overly insane. There was just some like fucked up things that a few people did. And that ended up like influencing a bunch of people to do like have some really fucked up situations they were in because of it so they like how so um the main leader committed immigration fraud and that's one of the only things that they really slapped him with and like Mm -hmm. got him out of the country with um because he would have people come in from the country he was from Mm -hmm. and uh basically have an arranged marriage Oh, okay. So with it, like somebody in the cult, and they'd like go off and do their other things. It's not like they were expected to like live together mm-hmm. in this like, he's society. Trying, he's like fast tracking, uh, getting people. Yeah, out of the getting people who supported his views over Green card marriage, bring them over, <clears throat> and they, he probably got a cut because of bringing them to America from their parents or their family, whoever yeah, the fuck. Because they're out of the wherever they they were from. So he said, "I can I can make you an American citizen for ten thousand dollars, probably." And there was. Um, the thing with the homeless that he did, he made it really attractive for people all over the United States to move there because they said they would like, you know, it was like a give me your tired, you're poor kind yep. of thing. And that's I how they framed you it. if you show up and vote for me. Right. And uh, yeah, they, of Frank Gallagher and Shameless. They basically yeah, of the, the free beer. House. Yeah. They basically brought in all these homeless people to do the vote. And then they started like kicking them out because <laughs> they were like, these are completely desirable. Get out of here. <laughs> yep. And uh, the next election will be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. I'm just like wondering where the fuck all this money came from that this guy had in order to just like move and set up shop. The followers. Well, he was a, he the was followers. A, as if a... he was a cult leader in India, the main reason most cults are formed is not because of an actual crazy person who believes their shit. It's somebody who's bilking money. Like, give me all your money. You don't need right. your worldly possessions. Even if it's not everybody in the cult, there are the truly devout, the people who live on site, the people who basically Sh- give over their entire Sean, he doesn't account. know this because he'd never watched that episode of Psych with Diedrich Bader as the <laughs> cult leader. <laughs> Fuck that show. <laughs> that episode was great. Every episode of that I show know. is great. Oh, that one was a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah, Diedrich Bader Bader plays a cult leader, and they're having a real time hard time sticking it to him because mm-hmm. he kills someone too, right? Well, of course, that's how they get everybody. Everybody's a murderer. Yeah, they, no, but they he, only catch murderers. T- someone tries to leave the cult, and he kills her, or Diedrich Bader has 
Sorry if you're about to watch this episode. <laughs> I think <laughs> Diedrich had how many years? <laughs> yeah. I think Diedrich Bader kills her. Or she, he has a henchman do it from the cult, but at the end of it, he, he like basically yeah, yeah he basically made do. this resort and people would move there and they do like the yoga and the organic food stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he was using all the money he was getting off of these people to open a private island that he was going to move to after he just left all these people high and dry. Yep. There's a cult leader for you with a beautiful voice, too. <laughs> oh, did he have the, the gaze of that one guy? Look upon the gaze of, uh, I forget what his name is, but he doesn't say anything. He just like has people like come and look upon the soothing gaze of uh... Diedrich Bader. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could just sit. <laughs> Hey, two chicks at the one at one yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Fuck your name, man. He uh he evolved. He got out of the construction business and went into uh cult leading. Fucking A, man. Fuck in the show. Diedrich Bader is not an actual cult leader. Ass. He's a nice man, I'm sure. I didn't know he was in Star Trek. Everybody was in Star nah, Trek. I know. Everybody who's somebody was in Star Trek. And everybody's been on an episode of Law and Order. That was either a killer or a body. <laughs> <laughs> The real question is, whatever happened to the Drew Carey show, man? It got canceled because it was too good for TV. <laughs> but you can't even like watch it on any streaming service. I did I tell you that I found a random free site on like an app of my Roku that has like everything. It has like ten uh, ten seasons of Whose Line Is It Anyway with Drew Carey, and they have the the old school Whose Line on uh, the British one. Sorry. Yeah, but they have the good ones with like Wayne Brady because you know I'm white and I love Wayne Brady. <laughs> have you ever watched the uh, the Drew Carey Amazing Green Screen show? No. It's exactly whose line is it anyway? But it's only the green screen. The green screen. It, it, no, it's all the cast members. It's the same like improv crew that yeah, they yeah. do stuff together, but they do it in front of a green screen and then add in everything that they're acting in. Yeah, afterwards. that's basically what they they have a game on Who's Line where they do it in front of the green screen and they like fuck around. Yeah, but it's like they're actually on a green screen soundstage and they like pretty much plunk them. Yeah, into you weren't the world kidding, man. You got uh, Colin. Yep. You got Greg Propes. Proops. Proops. Chip. And he's I gonna start saying probes just to piss us off now. I know. I fucking hate when he does that shit. Don't give him any. You got ideas. Chip over here. He's like, I was never funny. I know. Which he's one's like, Chip? Chip. Oh yeah, that guy sucks. <laughs> Get out of here, Chip. I just want to <laughs> see Colin and Ryan's romance more. That was what I watched that show for. The love, dude. Uh, Colin and Ryan did a show at the Riverside. That they filmed. Yeah, I saw that. Greg was kind of that. Greg, uh, that Greg guy was kind of funny, but a lot of times he'd be kind of just like, "Dude, you're being a dick, (laughs) dude. You're being a dick with a kazoo shoved down its throat." (laughs) (laughs) It's his fucking voice. Just got that fucking buzzy. It's hard to. It's like mimic. a lawnmower rubbing up. It's hard to. Whacker. It's hard to mimic such a uh, unique voice. All right, so uh, let's actually take the uh, the break. Break now. Give me a break. Give me a break.
pull your fingers out of whatever orifice you got them in. We are back with the best segment. Suggestions. Stefan Weber, my great co-host and even better friend. Do you have any suggestions this week? I have a dad fight. Nice. <laughs> All right. All right. So what do we have already? We had uh, we have Grill Dad advancing. We have uh, Heroin Dad advancing. <laughs> <laughs> Junkie Dad. Yeah, wasn't there one more? Uh, no, no, that was a... Whip Dad. Yeah, Whip Dad versus Angry T-Ball Dad. Yeah. Whip Dad advanced. Yeah, Whip Dad, Junkie Dad. And then we had dad. a draw between just Tired Dad and Heroin Dad, so nobody advanced. Somebody has to advance. All right, so uh, what's your dad? What's your dad bracket this week? I got hip fun party dad. Who lets you do all the fun stuff at the house versus <laughs> button down bossy dad who's a rule stickler. <laughs> I was going to uh, pipe up and uh, fucking say, what's the dude from Aerosmith? Steven Tyler. Steven yeah, I was going to say Tyler. Steven Tyler, but he's the cool mom who buys everybody's beers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like Hip Dad's probably divorced and only gets to see his kids on a weekend, which is why he <laughs> right. acts like yeah, that, right? <laughs> so it depends which day of the f- a week this fight takes place on, because if it's Monday through Friday, like Fun Dad's got a job, so you probably can't make it. <laughs> right, and he's going to be fucking tired. But like you catch him on every other weekend, Fun Dad's got all the energy, man. Fun Dad's ready to go. You want to go... Fight at the zoo. We'll do it in the fucking tiger pit. Or he'll just get all the fucking kids as his minions because. Oh, because I love him so yeah, much. Yeah, Stickler Dad only has one set of kids. But Stickler Dad uses the belt. <laughs> <laughs> or the spatula. Oh, yeah, that's a paddling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Party Dad has like fucking 80 kids just like hanging, uh, like a mob. Yeah, because Party Dad was fun. So your uh, Party Dad had a, probably a couple different, uh, couple different kids, a couple different ladies. He's just uh, he's decided to pull it dirty and just give the kids meth. Just take them straight to meth. <laughs> we went straight from fun, cool dad to like skeevy bad dad. Bad dad. Bad dad. This is not the envision I had for <laughs> hip fun party dad. Hip fun party dad lets you. Let's your friends come over and do whatever they want. Yeah, but he's got to win. But week, o- week <laughs> so oversight. So he's got like he's got like eighty kids pulling the Blitzkrieg on fucking this one guy. They'll be awake for like forty hours. I think you're maybe thinking of more like a food stamp dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, food stamp dad. Yeah, this is. I a- had all these kids yeah. to be my minions. <laughs> That's a whole another dad One of them will get famous or rich and take care of me. You just play the lotto enough, man, you'll win something. Is that a whole new bracket we're going to open up right now? Food stamp dad versus... Lotto dad. Lotto dad. (laughs) He plays the scratches every night. He plays the numbers. There's a hot streak coming. He can feel it. They're both playing the numbers. (laughs) That's his finisher hot streak. Oh yeah, dude. He just gambits you with all the lotto tickets. He just no. I feel like uh, I feel like he'd have like the quick hands from scratching tickets, where it'd be like that speed bag, and he'd come at you just like. (laughs) 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 He just peels the flesh right off your face. Oh my god! He scratches. He's got the scratcher. Have you you fucking seen Stevo when he gets on the fucking bar cards, man? Oh yeah, yeah, dude. He. 
Ken just he's just like <laughs> oh, he's like so good at opening them. It's insane. And but like he won a decent amount, but he didn't break even. Nope. And he ended oh, up losing it all. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole thing. They don't know when to stop. Yep. And because anytime you win, that's just more chances to win big. <laughs> <laughs> like I could see it if you know you're just like putting a few bucks in and you haven't broken even. Just play it till you fucking. It's part of the fun, but uh, you know, mm. don't keep going. Yeah, especially like if, if you if you get paid out like forty bucks, fifty bucks on That's something, good. it's just like okay. Dude, he's won some decent like amounts with that though. He's won some like two hundred dollar, two hundred fifty dollar cards. Yeah, but he's probably spent a lot more than that. Mm, maybe. I mean, I'm not keeping track of the numbers, and I doubt he is either. <laughs> so, uh, but they don't seem to add up. I'm going with uh, cool hip dad. To win the first bracket and food stamp dad to win the second bracket. What are your guys' thoughts? I'm going with Stickler dad. I feel like he's organized. He knows how he's. I think he's got a strict battle plan. And (laughs) hip dad is just like, we'll just mob him. But Stickler dad's got the belt ready and he's like, I'm going to use the metal end. Oof. Ooh. Ooh. Well, that's if he gets child abuse. Yeah, that's, that's abuse. Not stickler dad. That's, yeah, that's abusive dad. <laughs> yeah, if, if he gets to use the metal and then fucking cool hip dad gets to use his fucking methed out child army. I thought we already split the this, child yeah, army into welfare dad. You can't yeah. just mix and match dad parts. You can't it's not build a dad. It's dad bracket. <laughs> Pay your age, build a dad. <laughs> Pay your age. I'm 45. This is the most bullshit stuff dad I've ever got. <sighs> like, 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 strict dad, like, got ready for the battle and everything. Hip dad was out letting his kids party. That's what I think. I think strict dad, like, prepared. Strict dad <laughs> has a regiment. Strict dad works out. Uh, I mean, I think welfare dad wins hands down. Like, the child army. Like there's that's a gonna be hard Af- to top. Like there's a reason African warlords use it. It's effective. But <laughs> grill, grill Dad might stand a chance against that though. He's just got hot irons. Ooh yeah. I mean that's that's another bracket for cults. another time. Stop it. But I'm saying he could be stopped. Here's what I'm saying though. We do need to actually start building this bracket because once we start putting, we're dads, gonna forget. Oh, 100. I'm already forgetting all the matchups. So I I might say strict Dad, especially when when you factor in the belt. All right, that's w- the that second pick for strict Dad. I gotta go with that. Strict dad wins and wealth. I think I think welfare dad won hands down. Yeah, because fucking lotto ticket dad doesn't have any money for food, <laughs> so he's weak. Lotto dad's at the casino yeah, trying lot- to win big. Yeah, lotto dad is barely filling out that uh, large button-down T-shirt and his. It's seen better days. It's, yeah, it's seen better days. He's a little spent, worn at the elbows. He spent the last of his coat. money on cigarettes and and scratch-offs. Yeah, dude, bumming for a Lucy outside the uh, outside Pato. All right, so uh, this week I have another thing for an ongoing thing. Um, the, a thing for a thing. Tell us about it. I have thing, two additions to the CCU. The Canadian Cinematic Double Universe. Double up. Yes. For the uh, uh, uninitiated out there, we have a, a Canadian Cinematic Universe, which is like the Marvel Universe where we have Canadian superheroes that are just like anti-superheroes. They're not very super. They're Canadian. They're more <laughs> Canadian than they are heroes. <laughs> it's like one part. It's like one part superhero, like four parts Canadian. <laughs> right. So, um, what do we want? Do we want the good guy or the bad guy? I want another good guy. So Celine Ladam was the last good guy we had. Okay. So this guy's name is Smelios. Okay. 
Uh, he thinks he's a druid, but he's just crazy because <laughs> he got too many concussions playing hockey. <laughs> and he never cleans his gear, so there's just mold growing on it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I like that, though. He's just like a big, like, mushroom cover, like a mushroom capped hockey player. Yeah, just, yeah like, he's got, like, moss, walk. all kinds yeah. of stuff. He yeah. keeps his gear in his garage, like, during the off season, and just, like, threw it in there wet, so there's just... <laughs> yeah, like, he, never opened, he never took it out, hung it up. He yeah. just kept it in the bag, and he got it hard, put it away wet. So it's both his, like... <clears throat> His dementia from getting knocked around and fucking his exposure to spores making him hallucinate. I think he's great. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm getting like a really good visual of like the purple hockey gear and then just like the green moss like hanging off his shoulder pads and shit. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be a pretty cool little uh, little hero, man. I like that. Him, uh, him and the wall would be great together. The goalie, the goalie, like, and the, the and goalie the who's actually just because yeah. one's like mentally deranged and the other's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd get along great and just be like Dumb and Dumber, but with like Canadians. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh, John Bo Buffet would just be like so tired of being stuck between them because he's like actually competent. Oh, he could yeah. like beat ass and was actually part of like. Who worked with like law enforcement and stuff like that? Oh, and it's yeah. just like I, I can't mean, believe I'm stuck yeah. with these fucking idiots. Because like it, it would always be the issue of it's not that he can't save the day; it's that he has to save the day and fix whatever the other two assholes <laughs> messed up. <laughs> and it'd always just be a not again. Only he'd like have like the French accent because he'd be French Canadian. Uh, that was a uh, that was a uh, the flaky croissant guy. I thought that was a. I mean, Jean Bobo. We have so many. Yeah, yeah, we have yeah. so many. Uh, our two new viewers have no idea who these people all are. <laughs> well, stick around. And you'll learn. Uh, that's a good one. I, I like. I like both of those. Well, so, so you're ready for the villain? Yeah. No, he only went over Smelly. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Jean Bobo already existed. Yeah. So the villain for the com- uh, Canadian cinematic universe is um, the spoonerism of Kid Rock. He's Ridcock. <laughs> <laughs> He's an evil religious celibate eunuch. So well, of he had course his, he's a celibate. He had his like <laughs> dick chopped off in a fucking like accident in a machine shop or something like that. And uh, he's just like this grand trashy TV evangelist. That <laughs> <laughs> he's just, just like preaching out of a mega church that's always is always yeah. under repair. He's his, it's like the CCU's first cult leader. We've been on cults a lot, so yeah, that's from that last kinda... from our last session, yeah, where uh, our guest it's called, had a brother uh, in a cult. Yeah, it's a uh, it's called aspirations, Doug. You gotta have goals. <laughs> uh, I like that though. It's got a little uh, it's got a little spice on it. It's got a little bit like a play on words, like uh, Molotov cocktails. You know? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Good old so, venture. Yep, Smellios uh, and Ridcock. I like Smellios a lot. Smellios is a. I was. A I got a very good visual picture of Smellios. <laughs> yeah, right. Was Just a, a guy covered in mushroom and moss and like. Yeah, good visualization. And he smells too. <laughs> but I like a, him hanging out with the wall because the wall was our our goalie, our, our goalie who goalie. just. Everyone seem, seems to think was a bit off, but he's really just from Texas. <laughs> yeah, he's, just from, he's from America. <laughs> and his superpower was just he's in the right place at the completely wrong time to him. <laughs> Where it was like if somebody is running away from like a bank robbery, he would just be like standing there. And his power also is he just can't get knocked over. 
So they just he just like stop a robbery and be completely oblivious to, <laughs> to even what helping. Just happened, yeah. Like I always think he'd be great with the burning building. People are trying to escape, and he's just like, "The wall is here!" And he shows up in the door, and nobody can get out. <laughs> I just think, just the best moment for him. Just like right. that'd be great in a comic book. That could be like um, the the downfall of the Avengers, where everybody hates him. Yep, he accidentally dude. like yeah, accidentally killed a bunch of people. people in a fire. Just like I watched my Nana die. <laughs> uh, ooh, okay. Um, you guys want to hear one of the uh, one of the new fresh takes? I think this one could be fun. What is this now? It's a, the new read. Best finger tats. So I've seen, you know, like you've seen the people with like the tattoos across the knuckles that spell out yeah. some shit. What's the what's the best finger tat you could ever see? Uh, my first suggestion is jerk time <laughs> you'd literally have a, a hand that just says jerk um, and the other one says time <laughs> the other yeah. one says time yeah i mean time is eternal like that that one's kind of deep the other one though <laughs> got one thing on my mind i got one um <clears throat> rid asterisk cock <laughs> That's what, uh, that's what Emily uh, Emily's good one was. Cocksock. <laughs> she thought that'd be fucking hilarious. I'm like, then one of your hands literally just says sock. Uh, one would be um, uh, knuckle, abbreviated K, knuck, okay. and then baby. <laughs> Babby. K, knuck, BBY. Yeah, BBY. <laughs> Uh, you got any crusher stuffing? Not coming to mind. You just gotta quickly think. What's four and four? Four and four. Fuck. <laughs> cunt. <laughs> That's too simplistic. All right, I got. Brevity uh, is the soul of wit, stuff. One going off of the t- toilet humor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm giggling already. <laughs> um, pallet jack safety video. This is the OSHA safety standards to masturbating with a pallet. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like a pallet jack where you like have like something oh, that you do that. Oh, you got to jerk the pallet yeah. off. You got to milk the bull. Or you're just like deriving some sort of like sexual pr- pleasure from the, the pallet itself, which is just unpleasant because it's like, you know, splintery and splintery. It's usually not very. Splinters. Yeah. I like it when it creaks under a large load. <laughs> Take that baby right around a sharp turn. Yeah, 500 pound load. It's like, oh, wait, I'm way under spec oh, for this one. I'll be good. Feel the weight of it when you're pushing it across that shop floor. And then a, a secondary thing for that was uh, millennials aren't just using pallets to create furniture, but they're sex toys. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like I could see someone like making some like shitty abstract art. Like this is from pallets at local companies that are showing like the blood of America, and it'd just be like a bunch of like shitty two by fours pulled off a piece of plywood, like nailed together. Yeah. Or um, instead of whittling things out of beech wood, they'd be whittling it out of pallet wood. <laughs> <laughs> that sh- like that shitty just like compress wood. It's like. 
Those things do not have a long life. That's why I think the pallet jacking position where you could breed the strong pallets. Pallets are made out of that. <laughs> and get some real pallets aren't made out of that compressed wood, though. They're made out of good two by fours. Some of them are, dude. Some of them like rip the fuck apart. But uh, if you could breed some master pallets, you know what I'm saying? Some hardy, good American homegrown corn fed stock. <laughs> I'm talking like Kansas City's football team. That offensive line, man. I want pallets like that. You we should, should breed the pellets with the Kansas City offensive line. You could have another artisanal like sampling store next to a sweat shop where you go to like Pick taste the, the artisanal wood. sweat. It'd be the the pallet, and it's just where you can taste wood. old used wood. <laughs> no, see, I, I feel like you know people who really really care about like everything that goes into their food at the, you know some of these like real trendy pop-up restaurants and stuff they'd actually go pick out the trees at a place and be like i want my food delivered on a pallet made out of this sturdy oak right here can you cut this down and make some make some cardboard boxes to put tomatoes in and have those delivered i don't really give a shit about the tomatoes but those boxes better be i just thought of a concept for a new ccu a villain Ooh. it would be Somebody who sets up a laboratory next to the the wood pallet shop where they're putting the wood into the food, and they're trying to develop an enzyme so humans can actually digest the food, oh, or digest man? wood. <laughs> Is he called Termite Man? Yeah, but he just never get it right, and everybody who goes into the restaurant just has to fucking pass wood splinters through their fucking <sighs> ass. I veto this character. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it's him. It's too evil. It's just that, right. And I'm he saying, doesn't seem very Canadian. That's what I'm saying. Like that's just mean. <laughs> People have to poop wood. Plus, I think Canada's got a lot of villains in it. Yeah, we've been doing way more villains lately. That's man. what I'm saying. Canada's got Canada's a polite land with the polite people. Yeah, man. I just got a new CCU hero. Okay, let's do it. His name's Intuit. He's Inuit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just it's He's like, like down for everything He's down for everything Like he You know he like Looks like Kenny kinda Like he's just in a big Like fur coat And he's got like The mittens And he kinda just like <laughs> He just kinda like Follows behind everybody He's just down for everything He's just like Yeah we could do that like, Oh you wanna go Okay Yeah Yeah I uh, love this guy Yeah man. that might have been The best on this spot <laughs> <laughs> His name's Intuit. See, I was thinking like Intuit, where he'd be like a telepath, like he could like Intuit stuff and just be like, "Oh, you know, I got a feeling about this." Yeah, he could. He did. Oh, it, it could be he, his power. He'd though. be yeah. like, "Oh, I put my, you know, the stereotypical. What do you want me to do? Put my the ear to the ground and listen for hoofbeats." It's like, "Oh, I hear hoofbeats." <laughs> but he'd always just be full of shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it'd be a joke, and then it would just work. <laughs> yeah, it would just work out in the end. Right? Like like he'd be like at the command center of like the nukes are about to go off. We're about to go to war with America. And it's just like there's like 50 buttons just like what if like just one of them just turned it off and he was like click and it would just be like boo shut down completed and it's just like wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'd be on some of like that mystic shit that he doesn't even believe himself and Smellios he's just like tripped out on his just own like fungi. He's guy. like wow, this guy is really into something here. <laughs> Speaking of fun guy, I work with a pretty fun guy who breeds fungi and not the type that are illegal, but like super rare, mushrooms and super shit. rare, yeah. like saltwater tank mushrooms. And these things look like 
these things look like an acid trip gone wrong. They are like a million different colors with bulbous, porous, crazy things. And he's like, yeah, so you put a rubber band on it when it gets big enough and like grow a second mushroom out of it when you like split it and have it regrow. And you can sell like a decent sized one for like $500. And I'm just like, what? This guy yeah. sells mushrooms legally. You also have to be like careful that you don't introduce any like foreign bacteria into it because like yeah, I mean like he knows. I'm guessing it works yeah, like mean, any other mushroom when you grow it. The no, legal ones is that if you get any foreign matter in it and you eat it, you'll fucking die. Well, you're, I don't. Think I don't think you're he's even, eating it. I, I think he's selling it to other to. growers. Yeah. Oh, you just you just. I like mushrooms, and I just well, want to look for, at it. Like, there are people who are into growing things. Well, yeah. they're. Uh, I think they're really good <laughs> tank decorations for fish because of how crazy these things fucking yeah, that's look. Probably true. So it's like for saltwater tanks, where like when you have tropical fish or something, you have these like exotic tropical fucking underwater colorful. You know, it's for people with the super aquariums and shit. Like there's some people who like fish, and some people don't eat pussy. Oh, for um, the choppiness in the stream, that might be because we have both of you trying to stream it and I'm outputting it. Because I've seen it's a little choppy in there, but I don't want to focus on that too much. I don't want to derail. Um, yeah, every time we get meta and talk about the stream, <clears throat> we lose a viewer. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, don't leave us. No, we lost one from uh, just them not knowing what the hell we were talking about. We went deep into our own meta. That's fine. This is what this is for. This is for us, not for you. Um, this this entire exercise is just this is to a, kept, catch ourselves masturbation. In, yeah, this is to catch ourselves in a time capsule for for when we're for, old and friendless. <laughs> I look I look forward fondly to mean, that. Uh, <laughs> meaning two months from now. <laughs> yeah. Once uh, I realize what cons you. Are. One of you guys got another another read. Uh, I do. Um, it's, I don't even know if it's like a suggestion box or just like a Seinfeld joke, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't know if I ripped this straight out of Seinfeld's no, mouth. No, I mean, just like, it's one of those like, so what's up with airline food? <laughs> it's basically the idea that like, is there some secret law that as soon as your wife gives birth and you as a proud new father... Does the doctor first hand the baby to your wife and then give you a pair of New Balance shoes? Or does he give you the New Balance shoes and then give her the baby? I feel like you already bought them. Oh, like it's, she got like pregnant. You're, like, you're paying pregnant. the bill. So. We, bought, we bought the baby booties and we bought me some New Balance shoes because I'm a dad and I need the comfy I'm shoes. I'm going to need them the at the hospital. Yeah. Because I've never known a dad who doesn't own New Balance shoes. Apparently, they're ridiculously comfortable. I've never and that's what every pair. single father says is like, "Well, you're when you're." I had shoes, a pair of New Balance. They're shoes. supposed to be like really good orthopedic shoes. Like, I I mean, supposedly they're tops. I've never owned a pair though. You had a pair? Do you love them? Yeah, I loved them. They were just some like gray ones, and I wore the fuck out of them. But I do that to all my pairs of shoes. I was almost going to buy a pair because I was only hearing good things about them. I actually had to switch back to the, my fucking beat up pair of shoes I was wearing before I bought those DCs because those that's the first pair of shoes I've just f straight up bought and they hurt my feet. Never had that happen before. It always just like goes away after a bit. I just have this one spot on my fucking foot now that doesn't go away. Yeah, whenever I wear those, it just fucking never goes away. And it took a while for it to go away once I switched back. I've only had one pair that did that. I bought some really fly Adidas, like old school high top shell toes type things. These things were bonkers and they were purple. And they did not fit. They were made for a person like 
I don't have like particularly like big wide flat feet, but like these things were like this wide. Like it was That's they so were, weird because Adidas usually run wide. Yeah, I mean, I don't Especially know. compared to Nike. Nike runs really and Like, I even got, like, a pretty big size. Like, I got, like, an 11 and a half, 12 type shit. Like, and it was still just, like, it was so tight on my foot. And it's just like, I've never had this issue before. I was going to buy a pair of New Balances because they got into uh, skateboarding, but I just decided. New Balance got into skateboarding. I had no idea. That's yeah, right. I was going to get a pair, but I just decided if it ain't broke, don't fuck with it. And Adidas is amazing. Adidas sponsors, come on. <laughs> Nike, come on, sponsor Sean, and then sp- sponsor me, Adidas. So. Oh, we'll have we'll have competing ads. That's oh my, my dream. Oh my god, I heard this fucking. Uh, no, I don't want to tell that story. Actually, it was Tom Segura's story. That's why I remember I heard it. Um, Sean, how familiar how familiar are you with Phobos, the Greek from Greek mythology? Uh. Mildly, I'm trying to remember exactly. I thought, see, I thought this was going to be an astronomy question originally. <clears throat> the moon, yeah, yeah, the moon of Mars. Yeah. I have like some follow ups to that, but um, is is... son of Aphrodite and Aries, oh. but it's a moon of Mars, yeah. Uh, but this was more off of the god than it was because he's the god of fear, mm-hmm. so yeah. well, that's, which is where the word phobia comes from, yeah. I was thinking of the um. Of a commercial for Mentos, but instead it'd be Phobos, the, <laughs> the fear maker. The fear maker. So, in, yeah, instead of the person who um, you you'd give it to your foe or whatever, you'd give them the pack of Phoboses, yeah. and then they'd be like, huh, hmm. And then spiders <laughs> would come out of their mouth. <laughs> and then they'd just be transported to some sort of bottom of the sea hellscape. <laughs> Suddenly they're fucking saturation diving at yeah. the bottom of the Mariana Trench and they don't know where they are. <laughs> oh, that's just a small light ahead of you and you don't know what <laughs> it is. Fucking one of those angler fish. I've actually seen uh, those things. They're always depicted as like big and scary. They're actually like they're, yeah, they're really small. small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking little horrors though, though. Oh yeah, spooky fish. Though though. though, though. Um that's also where like colossal squid and shit live though. So as the oh, one type of seafood I don't really eat is like octopus and squid. So the idea though. that there is one that's seven hundred like, feet fucking long right? terrifies me. They live in the deep, but I don't think they live that deep because No, they actually have just started pulling up ones that have started um to like find because with uh with the deep sea ocean temperatures changing, some of the real, real deep squid like they're the, moving up a little bit. They're moving up a little bit and they're seeing the shit of size they've never seen before. Yeah. And yeah. it's <clears throat> fucking I was talking about the um, the Mariana Trench, though. Like, um, James Cameron did that thing where mm. he had that capsule that went to the bottom of it. And when they went down there, I think he did pull back some, like, life samples. But it was basically just untouched and desolate as far as, like, the seafloor down there. Well, I mean, it's not like there was Atlantis hiding down there. But there's probably some shit we haven't seen yet. Right. I remember watching most of that footage. It's just, like, a barren flat ground you know Plus you also have to imagine things with like the type of senses so you get to the occasional things. whale carcass that slinks all the way down there and then it's like becomes a little like oasis in the yeah in, in the, the desert. barren desert because it's, it's like really the desert. just like, like you got to know where to look for things because it's like there's not a ton of food down there there's like, a giant scorpion down there yeah oh my 
A cr- crustacean scorpion? It's like it's a lobster scorpion. Yeah. It's a lobster, <laughs> but the tail, while still juicy and delicious, has a giant venomous stinger. It's like the fugu fish. You have to carefully like remove the venom sack before you eat it. Oh, I wonder how many people had to fucking die before they figured out how to get that out of there. And my question is, even after you realize that there's one single bite of delicious fugu in the middle, is it really fucking worth it? Right. <laughs> uh, people take some of the poison like in small doses to get hard. I mean, yeah, to get yeah, hard. Oh, I thought it was a aphrodisiac. I thought that you were going with that. Yeah, uh, I've, most of those things like clams and oysters, they oh, say it's an absolute, yeah, just because it looks like the puss puss. That's about it. <laughs> just because it, 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 it hypes you up criteria. by going, at least the pussy doesn't look like that oyster. <laughs> 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 it could be worse. I could be sticking my tongue in something that looks like that. I don't know. I've seen some fucked up strange, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's why do you think they call it strange, baby? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't let your kids watch this. Right. Um, I have one more. Anybody else have any? Uh, let me go through the list. There might be an untouched one in here. Um, this one kind of came out of, um, watching Wild Wild Country. So there was just this scene where the news reporters were, uh, they do it nowadays where they put them like on some sort of like soundstage and then there's like a clear pane of glass and then there's just like a bunch of people toiling around on computers in the background to make it look you know nice like they're researching yeah um here at the offices of kim and lavoy they had one of those where there was there wasn't even like a fucking pane of glass behind them it was just like open air and most of the people had left it was maybe like it's six o'clock news at night and the desk wasn't even that fucking great maybe for like the 80s it was but this is like back in the age of you know it's popular in linoleum over wood floors. Um, so I was just like thinking of like some guy sitting back there who isn't really aware of the broadcast. And he's just looking at some like niche porn. <laughs> he's just like looking at people like drinking piss out of like high heel shoes. <laughs> yeah, beakers. <laughs> <laughs> beaker piss drinkers it has to be milliliter marks uh like where like glassware if there's if there's not if i don't know exactly how much piss is in there that she's that she's drinking i don't know how hard to be if if i can't see the meniscus <laughs> the i meniscus. can't get hard <laughs> Woo! bringing it back to eighth grade science dude this guy is about it my computer's about to die because i forgot to bring my charger well, there goes one of our viewers. <laughs> that's the... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, is that the end for the suggesting fox? This I is think so. I think the... it went pretty well, though. All right. Then we will be BRB. Right. No, we we're supposed to alternate every other word. Why you gotta put me on the spot like that? <laughs> You're on. <laughs>
Our final segment, my favorite segment, music. What kind of shit black metal do you have for us? I don't have black metal today. (laughs) Uh, Mark the Shark Shelton died today at 60. Who the fuck is that? Of the band Manila Road. Have you ever heard of them? Uh, No. They formed in 1977. They kind of have this proto... Proto... Heavy metal, like, how would I describe this? It's not, there's, it's not Slayer or anything like that. And it's heavier, oh, thank God. it's heavier than Sabbath, though. And Mark Shelton's the main composer. He does the, he does all the guitar work, he does the vocals. And I hadn't really checked him out until today because it was in the news that he passed away. Um, actually really enjoyed it. It's a combination of nerdy D&D, some pretty solid guitar work. So and it's like Dio meets Slayer? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dio meets... I, I almost want to say... Like a Hendrix-type feel. It's got... Because it's like... it's It's got this hippie, like... This hippiness to it. It's just like a stoner D and D guy making metal music. Fucking Dio, Dio meets, meets the Grateful, Grateful Dead. Dead. Yeah. That's exactly so what I was thinking. yeah, there you go. That's a good one. And I really enjoyed it. The vocals were a little weak because I'm not nece- necessarily used to a more almost like folky sang lyric pack. But the the album I checked out today was called Open the Gates and. Many of the songs are inspired by Arthinian legends from Tennyson Idolus of the King. Like it was it was a cool album. Like it was a cool thing to listen to. Like solid instrumental work. The vocals were he a was little off for me. Sir Robert. <laughs> <laughs> well it's not it's not that folky, but I really enjoyed it. I thought the guitar work is really solid. And I'll check out more of their discography after after today for sure. Cool. So what's the name of the album again? Open the Gates by Manila Road. R.I.P. Cool. Mark Shelton. Mark the Shark. Rip Mark. Yeah. Why'd they call him Mark the Shark, you know? Because it rhymed. I, I don't actually know yet. Because today was my first experience with Manila Road. Hey, yeah. Speaking of that, Rattlesnake Jake. It's his birthday today. Shout, <laughs> out to, shout out to Jake, friend of the show. Yay! Happy birthday. Looks like a, like a sexy happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get Fergie for his birthday in here. Happy birthday to Jake. What do you guys got? Um, I got something from uh the other the other side of the world today. Got the Hilltop Hoods in there. Probably my favorite album. They do um like a series of albums um that are I think it's like three long. Uh, but the my favorite is Walking Under Stars. There's the State of the Art, Drinking from the Sun, and Walking Under Stars. Um, Walking Under Stars is the second one from 2014. They generally release an album every like two years. Um, they have a new one out actually now. Um, but going back, Walking Under the Stairs, or Walking Under the Stars, is... Walking Under the Stairs. <laughs> <laughs> on the Upside Down Stairs. Yeah. 
Uh, it's like an MC Escher painting. Uh, no, but the one thing that's really cool about listening to, especially like hip hop artists of other countries and languages and stuff, is the rhyme schemes suddenly change. Right, they're fucking different. Exactly. So words that you would never thought would be uttered in the same like kind of sixteen bar, particularly if it's translated. Yeah, because oh. they're rhyming in their language, and then when it's translated, it does not rhyme. Yeah, that's why I don't really do the translated. I'll listen to it like in the original language, and then just try and go find out what it means sometimes, or just like enjoy this the flow of like, mm-hmm. a babbling brook because I essentially don't know what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they could just be saying "fuck you" in particular, <laughs> Sean. Fuck all Americans, Sean Sullivan. <laughs> is it? it sounds like they say my name in the middle of the song, so it's like really <laughs> catchy to me, and I kind of like it. No. Uh, but uh, this one does have such breakout hits as Cosby Sweater, which now takes on a slightly different meaning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, they draw like a lot of the like old school like hip hop, you know, because I've, I've noticed that uh, when you go like kind of to other countries, sometimes they have, you know, American music, but they'll be kind of behind the times as far as what's hot. Like I went to Germany and they're like bumping 80s music everywhere they go. Um, and so they have a lot of the like old school hip hop roots and they kind of have like a song called the art of the handshake where they have basically like, um, a voiceover and sample of like how handshakes first started, what they were, you know, meant to show like neither party had any weapons on them. They evolved into like elaborate rituals where you could tell who was in and who was like maybe a cop because they didn't actually know what everybody from the neighborhood knew how to do this one fucking handshake and shit like that. Uh, but Beyond the rhyme schemes, like alone, these guys are phenomenal lyricists. Uh, fucking Hilatapa drinking down a fifth, fifth of vodka, light it up and spit it on you. Like these guys are fucking hilarious, and uh, I won't beat around the bush like it's seventies porn. I'll make you wish that you've never been born. <laughs> <laughs> Like, these guys are just fucking geeked. And, like, so many of those, like, little just, like, wow, that guy just really went there, like, said that really foul shit. But, like, I can dig it. It was really funny. It was really clever. Yeah, exactly. A a lot of cleverness in there, which I I really appreciate from artists because you get tired of hearing the same very repetitive rhyme schemes about, like, your money or about how cool you are, about how big your dick is. So it's fun to hear them said in new ways. You know, I found that even, like, in the opposed thing where it's, like, um... Things that are more like narrative driven where um it's like basically emo rap. Yeah. I don't like that either. Like it's much <laughs> more heartfelt than like the yeah. money, money, money stuff, but it's like it's like okay, really this is it. bad yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, is like I appreciate a good narrative story or a good song with a message or a song with a twist. But after I've heard it like two or three times, I don't really need to hear it any get hear it again. You mm-hmm. know, like I can only watch Bruce Willis or Bruce Willis be dead the whole time so many times before you're like, well, the sixth <laughs> sense just really isn't doing it for me. But with some of the more like you know banger like the party songs where it's just like, yeah, when I'm drunk, I want to hear this because it's catchy and I can sing along to the chorus and I get to go. All I want to do is pop, 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 pop. <laughs> On that point, ching, ching, bunny in my name. That song, what's that song called? MIA Paper Planes. Yeah, MIA Paper Planes. There's a YouTube video out there. It's called MIA Paper Planes, but every time it's a gunshot, it's a musket. <laughs> and it's literally the song, but when it gets to the gunshots, it's a guy firing a musket, going through the entire reloading process, and then firing, and firing again. again. Going through the entire reloading process. So it's like 30 fire. minutes long. It's like nine minutes long. <laughs> 
and it, you, it starts out, you know, you, it takes a while to get to that part, but uh, then you get to it, and it's like, oh my god, this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but yeah, Hilltop Hoods, um, I almost saw them, because they, they do come to the States, so if you if you live over here and you, you get a little interested in them. They were in Chicago um, this year, actually, and I unfortunately didn't get to see them, because I was busy planning other multiple Chicago trips to go visit other artists. And they didn't make the cut, which sucks because they're actually pretty cool and would have been really cool to see uh, the kind of crowd that shows up for something like this, you know? An Australian hip-hop artist, like, only, like, the real, like, I've listened to so much shit I ended up here and actually kind of liked it people are going to be at that live show. So, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm sad I didn't get to go. Hilltop Hoods, though. Uh, mine this week is just kind of one from the bag I had to like pick up. It's um, good old fashioned laser hawk. Stefan's probably familiar with. It. I don't know if you oh, are. Yeah. No. Little laser hawk. It's uh hop more in the hop in the night rider and go for a cruise around town. Yeah, uh, it sounds like some straight vaporwave shit. Synth wave. Oh, okay. synth wave. I actually oh, that's saw the audio version of vaporwave because vaporwave's like an aesthetic. I saw a uh, picture depicting what the difference between vaporwave and synthwave was. So the first picture was... They just inverted. One of them's like turned 90 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, but um, it was a... um, Vaporwave was just like the aesthetic color scheme Mm -hmm. of a stormtrooper on a surfboard just riding a wave. (laughs) And then the synthwave was... Um, the same picture. But with a keyboard? Yeah, with a keyboard guitar (laughs) in his hands. And it said, uh, uh, Vaporwave versus uh, Synthwave. Learn the difference. It could save your life. (laughs) Uh, Did the the Vaporwave um, Stormtrooper have the jazz cup marks of like the blue and purple across his chest? I can't remember that far back. Um, God damn it, Doug. The people need to know. But, uh, dude, Laserhawk has the coolest logo. The Bring up uh, one of those, like the Hawk logo. It's like a really, yeah. I really like how the uh, the Hawk is just like the tail. Yeah. Um, but uh, the album is Laserhawk Visitors. It has my all-time favorite, like, synth retro, like, modern retro song. It's called... Laser Hawks theme. <laughs> all right, all right. It's, oh, yeah, it, this one. It kind of, uh, yeah, this is uh, Visitors, the artwork for Visitors. It's just like a um, an elite dangerous style, like polygon. It's like very 80s, but it's like made into like an actual like nice rendering. Um, so uh, Laser Hawks theme is kind of like, it reminds me of an instrumental version in like spots of... Um, uh, that song that did the Breakfast Club theme song. Oh yeah. Um, like it just like has like a kind of like sound aesthetic to it like that, yeah. but there's no vocals or anything. Where that's like a very like, mm-hmm. um, a vocal driven song. Like the synths that like drive the chorus of that song kind of have the same like sound texture. Um. But it has this like really nice um, crescendo that the song starts out with. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of Susa Simple Crash in there, and it's it's only two minutes long, but it is just a 
gives me I might have time to listen bumps. to that in my busy schedule. <laughs> I might just be able to block off two minutes to listen to a little bit of Synthwave. Synthwave's good, man. I wouldn't know. I don't have robot ears. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like uh, just like some sort of uh, gross derelict lab drug that is like... Robot ears or laser hawk? No, uh, Synthwave. Synthwave. It's like, it's the craze that's sweeping the nation. It's the synthetic so weed addicts. <laughs> <laughs> you just put a little bit of wave in your cup, man. <laughs> we are effectively making sound effects into the microphone now, so it might yep. be time to call it. Get so the what did, fuck what did out we of all here. have? We had Manila Road for your introductory metal needs and some inspired guitar. We had Laserhawk with your synthwave robot ears and the hilltop Hilltop hoods for when you feel. I was like gonna say the hilltop on. lollipop gang. The hilltop <laughs> lollipop chop chop chop. All right, go outside, you dirty heathens. <laughs> With some air. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>